Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Plus, check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 120. All right, Nerdist Podcast Live, touring around America a handful of times. October 14th, Nerdist Podcast Live at the Gramercy Theater in New York. I believe the 1030 show is almost sold out, but it looks like we're going to add an 8 o'clock show. So try to grab tickets when you can. Also, October 22nd, the following week, we'll be at the Aladdin Theater in Portland, Oregon. So make sure and come out to that. You hear that, dog? fucking hate that dog. What is he so excited about? You know what? Fuck that dog. He's not coming to the podcast. Fuck you, dog. You're not coming to the podcast. Neighbor's dog barking at shit. Oh, did a squirrel do a thing? Let's get all fucking... Let's get diarrhea about that. Hey, the Nerdist Podcast television show is coming to BBC America September 24th. I believe it's going to be on right after Doctor Who. That'll be September 24th at 10, 9 central. Please watch and support that so that we can make more of those. uh, So that we can (laughs) keep Matthew employed. That would be fun. Also, uh, I would like to thank our returning sponsor to this episode of Nerdist Podcast, which is GoToMeeting. It's video conferencing software, which if you need to have meetings and you can't go to a place, it brings your meetings right to your desk or laptop. Uh, it's simple and smart, dynamic. Smart, intuitive controls allow you to host your first meeting right away. You can schedule it in advance, or you could do it right on the fly if you need to. Everyone jumps right on. They see your computer in seconds. You can collaborate on files and documents in real time. So uh, sign up for your 30-day trial of GoToMeeting. Hold all the meetings you want for one low flat rate. Phone and voice over IP conferencing is included for free. So visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and enter the promo code NERDIST. And now another hostful goodness episode, the Nerdist Podcast number 120. Now entering Nerdist.com. Recording. 
Yeah, this seems to be recording. Hey, guys! Hey, hey, but you know what? So all the days I figured, you know, Chris isn't coming in today. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's so, I'm so sorry. Are we hijacking your thing? No, and we passed right by you guys. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Jimmy says leaving. to me, Hey, do you think we should ask them if they're going to do their podcast today? I said, oh, they're not going to do that. Let's go get our coffee. What the fuck? Come on. What are they going to do? Do I see this? We, yeah, uh, we don't assemble unless we're going to do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we tried not to hang out with each other. <laughs> we're like the police. We can't hang out socially. Yeah, we hate yeah. each other socially. But when but... we get together, so lonely, so lonely, so lonely. All right. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. No, no. Yes, yes. Feel bad. <laughs> Feel bad that we're hijacking your your studio space. No, not at all. To come to come studio, in here and studio. do our nerd show. That's a. No, that's it, right? That's the police. Yeah. That's the police, right? Yeah, you <laughs> what? You should call the to hijack Seacrest Studio too. Should we hijack Big Studio A? Come on down. Yeah. Especially when he's doing AT40. I like the uh, I like the uh, the goatee you got rocking there. Like you know. That's your uh, Breaking Bad goatee, Nick. <laughs> Nick, are you selling meth? <laughs> After Cranston came on, was he, he like, is he wait making, a minute? Is he making? Is oh, he manufacturing? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Cran yeah, that's right. Walter yeah. makes meth. He doesn't sell it. Right. Uh, welcome, gentlemen. Matthew. Yes, sir. Why are you still dizzy? Uh, over the weekend on Sunday during my show, I had heat exhaustion, or so I was told. Uh, I got. I was just about to bring another comic on stage, and I got super dizzy and sweaty, and almost fell over. Like, did right everyone notice? Uh, I don't know until I told them what was happening. How'd it do? Uh, <laughs> did pretty well. <laughs> How'd it do? I'm gonna keep it. Yeah, you're gonna keep it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but it was it was kind of terrifying because it happened so suddenly, and then I sort of lost all motor control. And my did you crap your did you crap your shorts? No, but uh, I did was wearing pants. Your shorts? I was wearing pants. You, yeah, I know. And Matt, Matt, can, Matt, Matt owns pants now. Yeah. Well, did you? Were you drinking water at all during the very hot day that was Sunday? Well, I was drinking, but you know, coffee and like you know, oh, the stuff that, that's the opposite. Oh, the, the opposite of all. Yeah, the yeah. stuff, the stuff that actually dehydrates yeah. you. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. you know, live and learn, right? Matthew. Yes. Number uh, one, you have got to quit smoking. Number two, uh -huh. stay hydrated. That yeah. was a funny. I've thing, told too. you that many I times. Was getting dizzy, and then I was like trying to think of why I could be dizzy, and then I thought, did I quit smoking? Because you, 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 Matt, Matt passed the out the last time well, he quit I smoking. Out, I just was got got really dizzy. Well, that but, was in New York, right? Yes, well, that was in New York. We, we were in New York, York, and I remember I was when we did, you when to we drink did the gas. It was right after we did the Gaffigan podcast. Yes. He had to go to take a nap. Yeah. yeah. Also, I got th I got him really drunk the night before. Oh, yeah. did, did you get him drunk this time? Yeah. No. So anyway, that you know that was that. Uh, God damn it! I like how you said too. I'm still dizzy. Like I like I didn't hear. I didn't oh, know what that was like. In everybody context, else so. I know knew that. How? Except you guys. How? Uh, Twitter, and there were a shitload of people at the theater on Sunday because of the Brendan Walsh show that was immediately following. So, like, Kumail and Emily were there. Yeah. You were busy VMAing. I was VMAing. Um, but yeah, no, it was pretty weird, and I just had to go home. I couldn't drive because I was that dizzy. Jeez. Uh, like Vertigo? Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. I'm like, sorry. Lightheaded. Like, I was very sort of like, what is happening to my body? Am I dying? I really kind of thought I might be dying. Well, yeah, when you suddenly, when, some, when something weird happens suddenly, my first thought is always, 
Well, I better get my affairs in order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Blaine Compassion was talking about that, where it's like he says every once in a while, like he'll just get real dizzy and he'll start everything will start to go black. And he's just he says many times in life he's been all right. This is it. I'm about to pass out on the sidewalk and die. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a, that's not a good. Well, thing Blaine's though. forty pounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Matt, yes. you've got to take care of yourself. I try. We I love mean, you. We want you to be okay. For the Just most part. drink water. Drink yeah. plenty of water. Plenty of water. And coffee. Stop. And Red Bull Co- and Five Hour Energy. No, no are, you're not slow. drinking that shit, are what? you? Yes. Are you serious? <laughs> That's the only yeah, thing yeah. that keeps me going. No, it's not. It is. Matthew, you can't do that shit. You Why? can't do it because you need it's that, bad for you. If you need that stuff, do the Rockstar Recovery stuff, the milk crystal stuff. I mean, at least that hydrates you and gives you B vitamins. I'm saying if he needs an energy drink of some sort. Oh, you can't drink coffee and five-hour energy and not drink water and, and the Red fucking Bull. in the Red Bull in the in the dead of summer. You can't in the span of 20 minutes. Oh my god! You know, it's funny. <laughs> it's like you know, like you talk to people sometimes, and they're like, it, "This reminds me of this." When, when I used to, I used to guest host Loveline, and people would call in, and and Drew was so uh, good at at figuring out because he'd just been doing the show for so long, and so like a girl would call in and go. Hi, um, I like to get punched during sex. What, is that weird? And then Drew would look at me and be like, off, uh, kind of off mic, and go, "Watch this, watch this." Um, ha- anything ever happened to you in your life? No, no, no. Did anyone ever put their hands on you? No. Well, I mean, my <laughs> uncle fingered me when I was thirteen. Could that be it? Yeah. He's yeah. like, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, when you start, so you're lo- saying my uncle fingered me when I was thirteen. You're being, no. you're fingering, <laughs> no, your you are your own uncle, you. and you're fingering yourself. Yeah, oh. No, your your uncle waterboarded you, and that's I why you have such an aversion it. to liquids. Love it. But when you start looking uh, at all of the elements surrounding what's going on, it is not surprising to see why you. No, and I know that. I mean. I didn't. It's been. It's been a. Can't you drink green tea? It's been a long week and a half. How about green tea? Uh, yes, green tea is great. No, I just. It just immediate. That was the thing that I went and picked up at Seven Eleven. I was like, oh, I need. I'm very tired, and I need coconut water too. Is a it hydrates you pretty fast. Also, you can get Pedialyte, which which a lot of people yeah. like like musicians when I they. Ain't no kid. <laughs> yes, you are. You're a giant baby. <laughs> You're a giant fucking baby. Uh, you know, like quick fixes in the store though, like you know, like. Coconut water, which is very tasty, and uh, you know Coconut Gatorade. Sugar, my friend. What doesn't it have sugar in it? Yeah, I think it's okay Don't for you to worry. cheat on your diet. Yeah, <laughs> when you're trying to not pass out yeah. in life. Yeah, whatever, guys. You say that now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, sweetheart. I, I just want you to stay. I want you to stay trim and sexy, so I can still get boners. But if you have time, take care of yourself take too. Take care of yourself then. <laughs> I want you to put on this fucking corset. Smoking in Red Bull keeps me in pants. Oh, Jesus Christ, Christ, Maybe Matthew. the diet that you've been working really hard Jesus on is Jesus Christ, once, uh, Matthew. It's sugar-free Red Bull. For the record, it's sugar-free Red Bull, you guys. Listen, care, no one cares. There's I no difference. Care? Wait, what do you mean no one cares? I personally care. You personally care? Does yeah. it make you feel better that, that you're drinking that? sugar-free Red Bull? Yeah. the regular Red Bull? Yes, Red Bull gives you shits. <laughs> just like you see this guy <laughs> fly up in the air and just yeah. shit his yeah. cartoon. That's how, that's how he's propelling himself into shit. Just a cartoon shit stream. And then he goes into shit heaven. Everyone's heaven. Yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up in the uh, show. But yeah, no, so that was that was that. That was my weekend. I found out, by the way, that I have Labor Day off. Isn't that fucking cool? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. Everyone has Labor Day off. Not the Apple no, store. No. <laughs> you don't work there anymore. <laughs> you don't work there anymore. I'm really excited. How were the VMAs for you, Jonah Ray? They were uh, fun. It was fun. You know, like it's neat. It's a live, huge live show. It's bigger than anything you can imagine just the amount of people working on this thing, all the set changes, all the just the teamsters, the s- amount of people there, the celebrities, the fucking 
Like it was awesome. It was just neat because I like events. I like I like you know things that are bigger than like normal things I used to go to. Yeah. Uh, and it was kind of crazy. And I was in like this little side room with the other writers, uh, and we were in the pre-read room. So like celebrities would come in, mm-hmm. pre-read the copy that we wrote, mm-hmm. and then uh, they would be on their way. So you met you met everyone. I was like in the same room as uh, the Kim Kardashian. How's that ass? Um, huge. It's huge. I love it. Uh, it's, big, it's big ass. Big ass ass I've seen. I love your, um, love your matter of fact. Yeah, it's, it's big. <laughs> we, had to, we had to give it its own uh, uh, podium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and its own teleprompter. Yeah. But the, here's, the, here's the craziest part. So, you know, we're writing. Here's the craziest part. Kim Kardashian's famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the craziest part. Well, it's not that crazy if you think about our modern day. Yeah. Chris, you make a video of you getting fucked by Ray J, and then I'm pretty sure you'd become famous. A lot of people suggested that we call you Ray J or J or J Ray. J Ray. That's what a lot of my friends call me. J Ray. Nice. Yeah, it's a very, it's a nice term of endearment. God damn it! It's really good. I'm gonna find one that you're gonna slightly come up against, and then Jonah, I thought might have been it. Well, the Jonah is it's just it's funny because it's a you know it's like Virginia Jonah, Virginia Jones. It's like a really cool nickname. I do like J Ray. I kind of like J Ray. J Ray is good. Myra Bowie and Jay Ray. If we're going to become the morning show that you guys want this show to become, it's Myra Bowie and Ray J with the big C. Oh, wait, not the big C, just big C. Big C in the morning with Myra Bowie and Ray and Jay Ray. There's going to be a day. Brought to you by Craig and Auto Parts. Really soon, or I slip big C into prompter during a gadget prompt. It's going to happen. Please do it. I give this prompter. I I, I improvise everything. I give this. What are you talking about, Prompter? Oh, we just improvised the show start to finish. You're going to end it with, I give this TV a big C. <laughs> I mean, C plus. C plus no, is what I, I give. C plus plus. C plus plus. All right. So anyway, yeah. so you're in the room with all oh, these yeah, famous so it's, people. It's neat. But like, you know, you you write so much stuff over them. But like, there's so many things you have to take into consideration. It's like, it, will it pass like the, the writer's room? And then will uh, the head writer like pass it on to the talent? Who will then pass it on to the managers or the uh, representation of that celebrity? So, and then like you know there will be then if you have two people together, it's like they have to come. That's why everything gets to be kind of bland on these shows because you have these funny ideas that have to have all the teeth and uh, snark and all this you know the jokes taken out. So both parties are comfortable with mean, what they're saying on stage. So ultimately, uh, like you're saying putting too many cooks in the kitchen makes a bland dish. <laughs> Pretty much, oh. uh, it's like you know with uh, Kim Kardashian, we couldn't mention. The wedding she just had. We couldn't mention her ass. We right. couldn't mention like uh, her husband, her boyfriend, her yeah, sister. It's like we ha- and there. then so all of a sudden you have Kim Kardashian going out on the uh, the stage going, Webster's Dictionary defines rock music. You know, it's just, uh, <laughs> which was like me and D- me and DC Pearson were like that was basically our go to joke, which was just like uh, Webster's Dictionary defines. You know. With her, I would have just written something completely opposite about like unified field theory or something. But then, like, or no. fluid dynamics. No, and then you do something like that, and then they go, "Well, no, she's not. She's not going to want to do that." And like, just everything gets deflated. But then some stuff works out. Some stuff works out. Like uh, we had, uh, we were like writing all these different things for uh, Paul Rudd and Rick Ross, and then Paul Rudd was like, uh, "Of course, it worked out." All, Paul all, Rudd. all of his people were saying like he doesn't want to mention slapping the bass. No one wants to mention. Like, you know, this movie, that thing, Clueless, whatever. And then finally, like, Paul Rudd just, like, set, wrote something himself and sent it in. And we're like, fuck, that's great. Yeah, because he's hilarious. Yeah, he's great. Um, and then, like, uh, you know, it was just neat. You know, we're, I was in the room with uh, Odd Future and Jack Black, Will Ferrell, and, uh, and Seth Rogen. Sweet. And all the Odd Future crew guys were just flipping out over, like, Seth Rogen's laugh. It's like this one kid, like, and they're all young. All the Odd Future crew, that you know, like Tyler the Creator and all these kids, they're all really young. And like, it's like this kid couldn't handle Seth Rogen's. He's like, ah, man, that laugh. 
F. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they were swearing? Yeah, yeah. They were little kids swearing. I didn't realize it was going to be that kind they of They were hip hoppers. Hip hoppers. I got to do that once years ago. Um, uh, f- Patton was supposed to write jokes for Jeremy Piven at the. At the what channel was it? Was it IFC or one, one of the channels where they, uh, they honored Al Pacino? You know, like they, one of the channels did this thing where, like, every year they go, like, the American cinema, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I remember Cinematique, that. maybe? Yeah. American Cinematique. And so they, they, they honor an, an actor. And so they did. It was Al- on USA. Was it USA? Yeah, I believe it was. I mean, just really just an excuse to have a big award show and sell yeah. advertising and whatnot. Anyway, yeah. so this was years ago. And so, so, Pat, so Piven was hosting, and Patton was supposed to write for him, write jokes for him during the show, and he couldn't do it. So he called me. He was like, Hey, you want to go? Hey, man, you want to go right? I was like, all right. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I rented a tux and went down. <laughs> <laughs> then you're put in a room off to the side where no one sees you. Well, yeah. So, so we get there and it's me and Blaine. It's me and Blaine oh, nice. and Patch. So but we get ushered into this hotel room and it's just us and Piven. And he's like, what do you got? We're like, oh, yeah. and he's a, he's an intense guy. He was really nice to us, though. He's a, yeah, but he is intense. He was in, he was very nice to us, and so we stood off the side of the show, and then he would go run run off stage, and then we'd scribble jokes, and they'd throw them in the prompter, and then he'd go out and do them, and it was uh, it's exhilarating. It was exhilarating because you're like, holy shit, there's no you can't you can't overthink this because you just have to fucking you're writing on the spot where people things are happening. You're like, yeah. uh, say this, <laughs> and and he did, and he was really cool, and That's it was really awesome. it was a fun, it was a really, and then I didn't meet any of these people, but uh, Charlize Theron, who was enormous, and you can't take your eyes off her. I she was petite. Visage. She was very tall when I saw her. Maybe how is she? I don't know. It's like right. seven two <laughs> or something. I she was not that tall. That's okay. She looked very tall to me. Uh, and it was just a weird. Did she surreal. glow in person? I think she'd glow. She glowed. Yeah, she um, glowed. It was neat. The performances at the VMAs were pretty rad. What I mean, it was, was pretty favorite? cool scene. Uh, my favorite was probably is it a it's a toss up between Adele, uh, her performance oh, I of like the, her, like the song she's saying is so fucking beautiful. I watched it during like rehearsal five times in a row and never got tired of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh. Beyonce's performance, which was just awesome, and it's weird. I listened, I heard the song for the first time when she was performing it in rehearsal, and it was great. It was like it sounded like uh, you know Quincy Jones wrote this song. That, mm-hmm. It's like it's uh, that kind of era. And then I listened to it on the record, and it's not as good, but it's still a great song. Like I'm kind of sold on that album. Really, now. yeah. yeah, yeah. Recommends yeah. Beyonce. Um, I've not been to the Video Music Awards. I did correspondence stuff for them in 95. Nice. I saw yeah. that guy outside, me and uh, Sean O'Connor, yeah. who was another one of the writers. He was like, uh, there was a guy doing the corresponding stuff as people were walking by. He's just like, Demi Lovato, Demi Lovato. Uh, this is a, this yeah. is a little, well, they, they, I, I did correspondence stuff on the VMAs. Like on the, so I was oh, in, cool, the, yeah. in the, sh- and so I saw rehearsals. I saw, um, I saw Michael Jackson rehearse, which nice. was crazy. Uh, is that the year that he kissed? Uh, no, that was no, the awards. That was, yeah. that, and that, that was way before. And who else, who else was there? In '95, it was um, Hole performed, and REM, and Live, and White Zombie, and uh, and Dennis Miller hosted. Oh, that's right. That should yeah, give yeah, you yeah. an idea <laughs> of how long ago it was ah. when when Dennis Miller was hosting the Video Music Awards. Yeah. So I, that experience of getting to see the rehearsals and like, holy shit! Like that's one of the those are some of the best music experiences you can ever have because yeah. it's just you and maybe ten other people and that and you know. One of the biggest performers in yeah. entertainment. Like seeing Kanye West and Jay-Z do uh, Otis from... Did you write jokes for them? No, they didn't do any uh, presenting. So they just uh, they just came out and did their thing. Um, like an animal presents? 
It just holds up its butt. So you <laughs> they're presenting. Oh, Kanye and Jay-Z presenting. are presenting. They're presenting themselves to me. We'd better um, inseminate them. But yeah, I don't know. It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty neat. So you're um, glad. So it all worked out for you. Yeah, I mean, it and it's, it was the highest rate of VMAs of all time. You're what the welcome. fuck? Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, you watched it? No. Nope. Oh. It's because of this podcast. People knew you were going to be on, so they supported you. It was kind of. It was kind of neat. Now, like was, a lot of people were tweeting me because uh, on MTV.com they had a camera, a web camera on like the the prep room, and so it was just like. Uh, It'd be like all the Jersey Shore girls. Oh, and I got to meet Cloris Leachman, which was a fucking dream come true. She's amazing. She's so awesome. She's one of my favorite comedic actresses uh, of all time. I mean, like just her work in High Anxiety alone as Nurse Diesel is like something to fucking Young know. Frankenstein. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, young Frankenstein. And like I, I met her. Phyllis. Like, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of yours. And she's like, oh, well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. She'll riff with you, though. She'll riff with you. Yeah, maybe. You I, should have riffed it. I, I know, it was weird. It was in the green room. It was just a kind of an odd, odd I had thing. to interview her for one of the roasts, and everyone at the roast was making fun of, like, she's old, so her vagina's huge. Yeah. And so yeah, I was I like, that. hey, how are you dealing with the big vagina joke? She was like, oh, they're right. If I have to tie it around my waist. Like, she's <laughs> she, she'll, she's like a, yeah. you talk to her, you're like, she's a fucking comic. Yeah. And she's like 82, yeah, yeah, I she's think. she's really old. Uh, and she was also great in Sky His, High. Uh, but, uh, and also, um, uh, his, I, I guess the rumor in the rumor mill is that she was a smoking hot uh, role in the hay back really? back back in the day. Wow. Yeah, sure. Yep. Nick, you ever hear about that? Cloris Leachman being a smoking hot role in the hay back back in the old days? I, I tell you, she was, and I have seen. <laughs> Wait, <her>. Nick, <laughs> I've seen. Uh, There's a, a TCM. I always have TCM on up here. I saw some some movies of hers like in the fifties. She was hot, but I, but apparently she was like. If you had sex with her, it was one of the greatest experiences of your life. I heard the same of Betty White, but I'm not sure. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Guys, we have to get the two of them together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine a threesome? <laughs> Let's pull a train Thanks. on well, Betty to be White. Honest, to be honest with them, it'd be a thirtysome. Their combined ages would be almost a bicentennial. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, uh, that's totally true. It would be a sesquicentennial, at least. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Elderly scissor sex. <laughs> what? It's how no. you start fires. <laughs> These need to be shh. <laughs> if you're a camper <laughs> and you need to start a fire, just well, get Cloris Leachman shouldn't. to fuck Betty White over some kindling. Fire. Uh, well, she'll never be on the show now. It's all right. She'll be dead by the time it's there. Shut the fuck up, you piece of you dizzy piece of shit. Fucked hard. Hey! Yay, finally got him back, back Jonah. Yeah, yeah he really was waiting. Did. He was waiting. See how much it doesn't hurt? <laughs> it hurt a lot. <laughs> I'm very excited that you got to do that. That's that's yeah. really fun. Yeah, me too. I'm really uh, I'm I just really don't sick. even like to say, you know, retard or fucked hard or any variation thereof. That's why I was... Shouldn't have said that, man. I shouldn't have. That's what I should not have said. Mm. But anyway, we've moved on. It's out there. How was your first week on Attack? Busy. Yeah, it's busy. It's, it's a, it's a, a, it's a uh, full-time job. Like when they people say it's a lot of work, they mean it. And, yeah. Uh, it's mm. probably the most work I've ever done. And uh, yeah, no, it's I mean, the people you. are great. Everybody's awesome. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, I just got to try. I got to learn from the other segment producers to turn my brain off when I'm not at work. Yeah, that's, that's a, a problem. I'm yeah. I can't give you advice on that because yeah. I I'm never able to do that. So I think don't do it with smoking. Here's the thing about you know can I can I 
Can I recommend something a little new agey for you? Okay. And I'm not like Mr. No, new agey guy. Um, no. Can I play uh, uh, Orinoco Flow? While Would you, you? Can you pull yeah, it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have that on your phone? Yeah, it's one of the best songs ever. I think. Do you want to? Do you want to? Okay. Oh, I, it, you're gonna pull it up. I'm pulling it up. All right. I think you tread water. Tread water. Hey, come on, Jay Ray. What are we doing here? It's yeah. like we're trying to run a morning radio show, and you can't pull up Orinoco fucking flow. Sorry, man. Sorry. Chris. I can't come out of an up-tempo song and talk about a goddamn dog. Fucking dog. Dog dog. He knows the Casey Kasem outtakes. Fucking now, awesome. We're up to our long-distance dedication, <laughs> and this one is about kids and pets and, and a situation some... we can all understand. Oh, really? You really whether we know have it. kids or pets or neither. Oh it comes from God. a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Wow. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named... <clears throat> I'm going to start again. <laughs> the record, okay? <clears throat> Please. See, when you come out of those up tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do before, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Oh, Jesus Christ. Phone. Okay. I want a goddamn concerted effort to not come out of a record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. And make it, a, a, what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week? This is the god, last goddamn time I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that is up-tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. Oh, shit. That is the best performance on this podcast ever. Wow. Nick, I don't. That you hit every intonation and and little like and, and stumble and pause. It was <sighs> fucking perfect. So. I think I've heard it a couple of times. Holy yeah, I think shit! So. <laughs> that wow. was mind blowing. That was great. That wow. was I actually mind blowing. Knew, I actually, without giving names, you know, you knew Don, names, but I know <laughs> the guys that were there. That really? Day. Wow. Yeah. Thank them. So was was he prone to us. flipping out like that often, Not or was like that... that? Apparently, that was apparently that was a. Um, that was a, uh, a rarity. I would imagine most people listening to the podcast know about the Casey Kasem fuck-ups because they're legendary. But if, if yeah. you don't, just Google Casey Kasem yeah. swearing. Yeah, they're part of that kind of collection of like uh, recorded fuck-ups from that time. Like there's that one. There's a uh, Sabotage from sabotage, uh, yeah. I, yeah, don't sabotage, say, yeah. I don't say Sabotage. I say uh, Sabotage. Yeah. Orson, oh, don't do that. Orson Welles. Yeah. Salad dressing. If, yeah, Orson yeah. Welles who just dismantles that poor engineer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or he's like, if you can tell me how to start a word with in, in July. If you can tell me how this... Poss- the depths of your ignorance. <laughs> if you can show me how that's possible, I'll go down on you. Like you just fucking dismantled. He just. And then, oh, you know what? Uh, did you see they made a documentary off of those "Shut Up, Little Man" tapes? Mm, no. You remember those tapes that you were circling around? It was like the, these two guys that live next to these two older guys in an apartment, and these guys would just go off on each other. And these guys started recording them, yeah. uh, fighting. And like the thing that was said it was like, "What it was like? It's like shut up, little man." And like, <laughs> but like they made a documentary about that those tapes because I remember like like that was like um, a guy gave me a mixtape and he would always like put "Shut Up, Little Man" snippets uh, throughout the mixtape. I remember I played that because uh, he was a huge fan. Roger Ebert yeah. was a big fan of Orson Welles. I think he wrote a book about him or something. Yeah. And uh, and so we got into this conversation. This was another, another radio station. Back when he could talk. Back when he could talk. Yeah. And uh, and I played this. He had never heard of these outtakes. So oh, I played wow. that one outtake about, you know, get me a jury and I'll go down on you. 
And it, it, the whole thing about in and in July, and then Roger Ebert spent the next 30 minutes defending Orson Welles. Well, you know he's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the next day, Roger got cancer, and that was it. Well, I uh, have you. Did you ever hear the ones where um, there was a? I don't know how popular these were, but there were some people who would basically call like rednecks and and say, uh, "Oh, uh, hello, I am uh, I am from the uh, the Korean. Uh, it was like like an adoption agency." And I'm not doing a disparaging voice. This is what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the child that uh, you have agreed to adopt uh, from overseas has arrived, and he's ready to um, be uh, picked up. And you just hear these rednecks like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> God damn it. You, and they like just like racial slurs. Oh, and, like, and then you just hear, oh, this happened all too often. I really miss those, uh, those soundboard uh, prank phone calls. With, like, I remember yeah, like about Schwarzen- 10 years Schwarzenegger ago. One. Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger, yeah. yeah. That was, that yeah. was good. Uh, the, the Pacino one is really good. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, Joe Pesci was the best. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, we took all those casino drops. Yeah, yeah. Are there any there that were missing? a couple Home Alone ones. Yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are there, are there any that were missing? Any like uh, old phone call stuff? There were freakouts. Oh, oh in studio Vigo, freakouts. Man. I mean, that's God, the, that's well, the I'm sure you guys have that that CD that it, it was bootlegged, I guess, for years and years ago, and it had you know it had the Casey and it had uh, had John Wayne. Oh, really? You know, he was giving a, a speech at a local boys club or something like that, and he was drunk, <laughs> totally drunk. Oh. And it was during the time of that whole, you know, the, the late 60s and, and the protests, especially the school protests and everything like that. And, and Wayne was, you know, he was John Wayne, and he was yeah. very much against all that. And, and he was saying, you know, well, uh, it's getting to be goddamn ridiculous out there, you know? I mean... Oh, shit, it, is that where that drop it, is? Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, I heard that it, drop, yeah. That one drop where he, yeah. says, where he says, you know, I went to the University of Southern California, and, uh, I mean, if we went to the dean's office and threw... Uh, <laughs> Excrement <laughs> on the dean's uh, <laughs> on the dean no on the dean's uh, and if somebody's trying to prompt him like what's your next word no no I, in the in his waste paper basket <laughs> we oh. as part of the USC football team would have kicked the Goddamn hell out of them. Now, those were the days when celebrities really could live and no one knew the shit that they were up to because the studios squashed all of it because they controlled everything. It was protecting. It was all protecting. That's insane. And then the next day, he got cancer. Uh, (laughs) That's that's crazy. That's really crazy. Well, do you you have access to it? You must have a ton of that shit. Uh, I don't have it here. But of course. I've kept, you know, those kind of things. That, yeah, but, you know, all, most of that stuff is accessible online. You yeah, know, you can find that. I mean, I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, there's a lot of old-time actors I don't think anybody had ever heard of. That, I, you know, I just had an experience where I was recording. I never blow up at people. It's very rare that I ever blow up at people. But I was recording. I'm recording the audio version of my book. And so I was in a studio, and I'm going through, and, I, and I'm reading it. And I see a pretty major error that I had asked to be corrected, but in the version that I had, it was it was not corrected, and it and it was a really it was a very important one because it was it's a thing that you know like how do you how, how do you basically how do you convert pounds to kilograms and you take your you know you take this weight and divide it by two point two and then you get your your weight in in kilograms, 
But it had, it in the in the version that I had for some reason they had changed it to grams. Oh, your weight mm. in grams, which is a pretty major fuck up. That's not a typo. That's like. Right. That's like me saying, oh, you can calculate, you know, your weight uh, this way. And then that's and people weigh in grams. Yeah. Which we do. We just weigh a that's lot a of grams. Right. Multiply by a thousand. And so I instantly call uh, right, our manager, Alex. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm reading this book and they said it's, it's I can't change anything anymore. And it says you're weighed in grams and it's not grams. And people are going to think I'm stupid. Uh. And then I look up and both the engineers are sitting there. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, you guys no. are not <laughs> recording. No, no, we're not recording. They're like, we're not. And you can see him just reach a hit in the bus. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what they used to do is that some of these guys, you know, when they were, do, were recording syndicated shows or whatever, they'd have it in their contract that the, and this is the days of blade and tape. This is long before computers. Everything was done on two track. And, <clears throat> excuse me, everything that was an outtake just went right on the floor. And nobody could pick it. It was in their deal that they could not pick it up. And a separate company that had absolutely nothing to do with radio would come in and clean up, and that was that. Wow. But some of the outtakes were just too good and just ended up in the floor was really somebody's suitcase. Oh, my gosh. Those That's were great. the days. That was great. That was really good stuff in those days. Um, how mm-hmm. is... Uh... Do you think Matt should be drinking more water during the day? <laughs> oh, yeah. What's your, what's your sage advice for him? Oh. Well... I, I, I kind of... Oh, I love that. Little Orinoco flow. That, that's yeah. a good song. I yes. think you should take a yoga class. Hear me out. When? <laughs> Before you go to work in the morning. Matt, take a yoga class. Let me sail. Let me take a yoga class. Let me breathe. Let me breathe. Let me bend over and heave. Stop smoking. Stop drinking. Five-hour energy. Drink more water in your diet and take care of yourself. Matt, 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 Boo, E. Is this all he'll get off cigarettes? Is this the way he gets off cigarettes? I don't know how he gets off cigarettes. I want you to think of this song every time you go to pick up a cigarette. The last time I got it, uh, it got off just by getting sick. Boom, boom. Jonah, could you uh, cut your Orinoco flow? <laughs> now, how much do you smoke? Uh, I smoke about, like, not, I mean, not a lot to my turn. Just frequently. Ten a day. Ten here's, a day. Here, here's what's going to happen, though. Here's what's going to happen is that this job is, you know, you're going to be working a lot. Yeah. You're going to start smoking more. I am already. Because it's a gateway to, and then before you know it, it'll be like a pack a day, pack, you ha- pack and a half. Just uh, a reason to get out of the office is like you know what you're going to use it for. You're just here, like, yeah, I'm just going to yeah. stand here's outside. Here's what I would say. Here's what I, I would say. Get that far out of the office. It's like we gotta... here, here's what I would say. There, there's um, the reason I would say take a go class or something is because part of what you're doing, I think, when you're smoking, because I know is like there's a chemical thing. I you know I smoked years ago. I mm-hmm. I know I get I understand, but um, there's something about smoking that people never think of. I think which is that it focuses your breathing. Right, so you're breathing in yeah. and out very yeah. deeply, and when you're stressed out, you're all you're all shallow and you know breathing up in your chest. So I think if you could take some yoga classes and learn to breathe properly, you could kind of detox some of that business so that you're not uh, putting tar into your lungs. Exactly, just those breathing exercises, like in, th- in through your mouth, out through your mouth. Right? Isn't it? Ba- <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it bad enough that we live in Los Angeles? You're fucking smoking a pack of cigarettes a day anyway, just living here. I didn't mean to. And do you know what the most addictive part of cigarettes is? And I used to work for Philip Morris years ago. Deliciousness? No. Oh. Well, in a way, sugar. 
What? They put sugar in it. Whoa, what? They put sugar in it. Boom. I can't have that on my diet. You can't, you can't have the cigarettes on your diet. There, there, that's your way out. Nice. Because it helps burn the paper. They like to, the paper to burn. If you buy like a European cigarette, it's actually healthier for you in a way because if you put the cigarette down, chances are it'll go out. Oh, good. I smoke clothes. No, 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 so no, no. They don't go. They if go you don't smoke clothes, do you? Yeah. You smoke clothes. You smoke clothes? <laughs> yes. He's put a knife in yourself. Why yeah, don't you? Yeah, exactly. You and then, fucking idiot. I love you, but god damn it, those are those make your lungs bleed. Yeah, and they make you what? seem they make you seem kind of like a goth kid, which is also pretty lame. I'm into it it's from the eighties. Oh, see you at the coffee you really, shop. No, seriously, you smoke clothes, I and do. you don't smoke. Do you smoke regular cigarettes too? No. So you smoke clothes? Yeah, I smoke ten clothes a day. Yeah. <laughs> do you get them? Do you get them from Hot Topic or? Do you no, they don't sell them there. I don't. I, I don't know any place. Does any oh place sell God. them? Well, yeah. you see what happened uh, in 2008. The clothes were made illegal. In the in this country, yeah. Uh, so what they did, what they did was they changed the filter on them <laughs> and rebranded them as cigars. Oh. Which also, I think, uh, the Obama administration is also trying to. Uh, they're trying to outlaw like uh, flavored tobacco products. Uh, they did. That was the thing with the cigarettes. Yeah. Okay. But they can't do that with cigars yet. <laughs> so they're wow. marketed as cigars. I mean, what, we're learning a lot today, guys. Matthew, yes, you're going to fucking kill yourself. So uh, how much is that? You smoke it. 10 clove cigarettes a day. Yes. Good. And those Lord. are like two or three per, right? That's like the amount of... Uh, what do you mean? I don't know. Isn't that like? Don't they say like clothes have? As, like, as they have more tobacco. Well, you're getting yeah, all that yeah, other yeah, junk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious. And and the and the chemicals it's go extra, along with it. It's extra delicious. And how much do those cost a pack? Oh, just five bucks a pack. Oh, just five bucks a pack. Okay, so you do that. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't do that. that. Okay, so that's thirty-five dollars a week. Thirty-five dollars a week. That Matt's he spends got the money rolling. I got in. it now, buddy. Just <laughs> yeah. yeah what, oh my God, we're responsible for his death because oh, we made him no. richer, so he could buy expensive cigarettes. Fire him. Uh, the only way. Okay, so you're spending about you're uh, twelve in a pack. So right now you're spending about thirteen hundred dollars a year. You're not going to get him on that front because when you're addicted to something, people will always find money to pay. When I was broke in college, I still found money to drink. You, you have got. I don't know. I don't know what to. They have sugar in them. How about that? He must really feel we're ganging up on him. (laughs) He should, because I love him, and I don't want him to fucking... It's bad enough that you were smoking 10 cigarettes a day. Now that you're smoking 10 cloves a day, like you're at some kind of goddamn world rave. I'm cooler, right? (laughs) Some world music rave. Haven't you seen that commercial with the little girl who wants to be, like, really grown up, and she takes out a cigarette, and you say, here, this woman in the background. It's not going to scare him. He's not going to care. He's not going to care. It doesn't matter. He's not going to care. I I've like seen, the fact I've that he smokes because it gives us a reason tubes. to shit on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> used to just get a reason. Fat now. <laughs> you was so I never made the way fun you of you. said that was fat. so earnest. It gives us a reason to shit on him. Hey, you know what? What? Sometimes we just take what we need. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a clove for you, buddy. Yeah, no, that's right. Jonah's been giving him cloves. Uh, yeah. Here you yeah. go, you piece of shit. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. You don't got them? Here you go. Now you got them. Crimson and clover. Oh, Matthew. What? Take care of yourself. I try. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You I try. Well, just do it. Daniel son, you no try, you do. You can't argue that Squish I'm like not grape. healthier now than I Do or do not. There is no try, Daniel son. I think that might have been Yoda. Yeah, mm, yeah. I don't think so. Well, I think it might have. Get off my plane, Chewie. <laughs> that was... That's Josh Fadums. Yeah. <laughs> It's my favorite Josh Fadum joke. Get off my plane, Chewy. I hate snakes, Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, 
Well, maybe we can find another thing for you to get addicted to so we can tractor beam you onto oh. pornography. <clears throat> yes, please. I go, do love titties. Go crank wow. one out every every 10 times a day. I can't be Lucky bothered. you. <laughs> <laughs> lemon drop. Suck on a lemon drop. No, it's sugar. That sounds like an old-timey insult. Go suck on a lemon drop. <laughs> go suck on a lemon. I, that was, I was in Seattle and, uh, this, week, this past weekend. I went to PAX, which was amazing. Uh, it was really fun. And... I found this one, which is sort of walking near uh, Pike's Place. There is a giant wall in an alley. I'll show you a picture of it. It is thousands and thousands and thousands of people's gum that they've stuck to oh. the wall. So, it, but it's gore. It's weirdly gorgeous. Yeah, so there's no, it sounds whole, neat looking. Old stone wall with with just like as you know, like two stories high with just gum and like you know a block long. Yeah. And uh, there was someone put one of those dumb like bridal shower dick straws in the gum. And so <clears throat> it just sat like that concept sounded like an old timey thing. Like, mm. ah, that's uh, that's worse than a dick straw and a gum wall. Like, that's <laughs> sounded like a thing to me. I think that could still work in any yeah, context. It was like yeah. a dick straw and a gum wall. That's Matthew, silly. you're like a dick straw and a gum wall right now. Tell me something I don't know. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Pax was great. We uh, uh, saw I saw Will Wheaton there and uh, a bunch of other cool nerds, and we play, you know played a bunch of games. The Se- Sega had a party at GameWorks, and we went nice. and played games for a couple hours, and it was really fun. That sounds like a blast. It was good times. Any closed mm. cigarettes? No, because <laughs> I don't need those to have a good time. You with the cool <laughs> kids, whatever. That's right. Uh, yeah, sorry. Lay off me, guys. <laughs> Whatever. Lay off yourself, Matt. Whoa, Chris. I'm sorry, Joan. I didn't mean for it to come to that, but this is serious. I understand, but we can't get our emotions all wrapped up in this situation. I'm Jonah Ray, and that's one to grow on. <laughs> all right, we'll lay off you about that, but no, seriously. I mean, hey, that's what it takes, encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing this, you dumb piece of shit. Uh, I don't know that's really encouraging in any way. Uh, Matthew, we love you. We want you to take care of yourself. I am going for it. <laughs> that didn't sound very convincing. I got a Keurig. Those are awesome. Oh, I hate Keurigs. I love them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow they managed but to I say, make friends. <laughs> I, uh, I bought them because Dunkin' Donuts started making K-Cups. So. They started making K-Cup? Yeah. You know, the things, the single serve coffee thing. Oh, I thought you meant they were it. making K-Cup. Oh, let's make some cakes up. Whatever. Oh, K-Cup. Cups. Oh, cake cups. They make K, the letter K, followed by the word cups. Keurig. Cake cups. Yeah. Korean cups? Keurig. Oh. You know those individual single-serve coffee those makers? Those ones they have in all the... Uh, oh, the snazzy there. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You just gotcha. put it in, it makes one cup of shitty coffee. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, they'll never be sponsored out. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Uh, anyway, I, guess I liked it. You're not, liked going, it. not trying to get that uh, Bed Bath & Beyond <laughs> sponsorship? I'll Guys, I really it. just want some impulse by refrigerator magnets that are shaped <laughs> like smaller appliances. Oh, they no money. What's the problem with that? <laughs> it looks like sushi. I really, <laughs> I really want a closet caddy. I really want a hey, closet, don't chew closet caddy. The closet caddies are actually pretty handy. They're pretty. I have to go to Bed Bath and Beyond. I need to get some. Let's do it. What? It'll be fun. What? We'll, we'll do all it. go together. Then let's all go to Bed Bath and Beyond. Um. Yeah. Matthew's falling behind. He's wheezing again. <laughs> hey, I just watched uh, Bill Burr's uh, special. That's on. Uh, Let it go. The one that's on Netflix. Loved it. Watch. God, it's so good. Bill Burr is a fucking dynamo. Yeah. I finally caught up to his episode of uh, Breaking Bad, too, so that was kind of neat. Oh, Bill Burr. You know, watching him in Montreal, when I we did that um, 
we had him on the podcast, which we will put up soon. And uh, that's right. That hasn't been gone up. No, no. The one with the one with Bill Burr and Reggie Watts. Oh, we'll put that up. It's a great episode. And Bill, you know, I just I just love why Bill is one of my favorite people to watch perform because, you know, I don't get to see him that often. And every time I see him, he's got a whole new chunk. And it's just like watching a master craftsman at work with like, oh, my God, I fucking love what he did with that stuff. It is he's he dives deep into premises and he comes up with angles that you like that completely surprise you and they're fucking amazing. Yeah, they're they're so good. So, I love Bill Burr. Yeah, it's, they're great. It's a good special. I highly recommend. To it's not yet Netflix. It's uh, streaming. Yeah, yeah, it's streaming right now. Did you guys? Any of you see the Doctor Who uh, episode? I did. Oh, I guess Absolutely. we can't really talk about it. We ah, could. Fuck. We spoiler could talk alerts. About it vaguely. Nah, I still have to catch up with the, sec- the oh, first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler yeah. alerts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey man, oh, you've sorry, changed. Do you, do you have Do you have cable? No, you can afford it. I forgot. Yeah, I have a job. <laughs> yeah, there's an opening at the Apple Store. Fuck, never mind. They've read- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they filled it with some other nerd who was in line waiting. They did actually fill it with a kid with a kid who had been gone for like some sort of back injury, and by kid I mean guy that uh, has like an eight pack. And works out all the time and DJs in the spare time, but he couldn't work because of his back. And <laughs> now that I left, he could go back. Whatever. That's, what? That story was really good, right? <laughs> cool story, bro. It was really good. Cool story, bro. Really cool good. story, bro. And then I smoked a clove. So, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a theory that you can make any story awesome by, like, if you get to a story that does that, you're like, oh, no, that, this points me. I don't have a point at the end. Just end it with, and then I jerked off. And that will save <laughs> any story. Uh, I went to the, I went to the store the other day. And I was trying to find these. Um, it's true, most of the time. Trying <laughs> to find these fruity, but like the fruity cereal, like the yeah. one on the bottom rack, and yeah, yeah. they're like, "Oh, we don't have them," and you know, so they they had to go in the back. And I was waiting there for like 15 minutes, oh, and they shit. finally came out. And I, you know, like they had a box version of it, but it wasn't the bag. <laughs> yeah, so really, yeah. And then I jerked off. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah just right. There, awesome there? story now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> That, that that happened there? No, no, no. Like later on that day when I got home, I was by myself. <laughs> oh, that has nothing to do with the cereal then. Yeah, just uh, it was a fun point that I thought I'd tack on there. No, I just <laughs> fucking cranked it right there in the cereal aisle. Yeah. Like, here's some yeah. milk for your Cheerios. And, and then I died eventually. <laughs> we all do. Someday. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. I'm speaking in the future in the past. <laughs> <laughs> just as convoluted yeah. as possible. Uh, I enjoyed the new Doctor Who episode, but now nah, we shouldn't talk about it because some people haven't seen it yet. And I want to bump well, it. Well, let's just say away. I liked his coat. That's mm. not a spoiler. That is not a spoiler. The spoiler coat was very cool. A little bit of a new haircut yep. on uh, on the Matt Smith. Ooh, a haircut. A haircut. Vaginal. Vaginal. Um, uh, the, uh, there's been some good reception with the, uh, the Jonah's Arcade pilot online. I think there was a fantastic reception with the Jonah's Arcade pilot. And uh, how have you been reading comment threads? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? I don't know, because a lot of them have been good. What are like some the, of the ones that have gotten under your skin? Um... Just people, <laughs> the amount of people going, you should make it into a web show. And people who make web shows don't make money. So there, right. that, that one's out. Uh, also, the fact that people persistently say that it's a Tosh ripoff show. Mm-hmm. And why would Comedy Central want this when it's such a Tosh ripoff show? First of all, Comedy Central asked us to make it mm-hmm. and in that style. Yep. Let's get that first. Second of all, they <laughs> ripped off their show. Yeah, exactly. And uh, second of all, um, yeah, sure, it is Tosh-esque. But Tosh-esque is soup-esque. And uh, the soup-esque is talk soup. And, you know, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And, there, you know, like, it's like there's basically no one really. If Everything's anyone, ripped off of something, for Christ's yeah, sake. Exactly. What makes a show different isn't the format. It's the voice yeah. within the format. That's yeah. what makes shows different. 
different. And you know, I I watched it back. I don't like I look at that and it doesn't really seem like me. And like, and I know I complained about like how I had to change a bunch of stuff about my physical appearance, but like you know, also my arm was fucking in insane amounts of pain. Because you broke, you broke, your broke arm, my yeah. arm doing it. And like I don't know, it's it's like I try not to get upset because, but I also would love to like all the people that comment saying so much too much like Tosh. Why would Comedy Central want this? I'm like they did want it, but then the way they made it happen they didn't want it anymore it's almost like people commenting on the internet don't have the full story but decide to make judgments anyway yeah yeah and that's fine that's fine let them let them they don't I, know i they think it's funny that uh that, that new mtv show ridiculousness ridiculous the, the rob dreddick show someone changed he, he rob dreddick's wait someone sent me a picture of this or they sent me they, they someone changed rob dreddick's wikipedia page to i think it's deer deck well uh, whatever <laughs> i'm not a, i'm not fucking 15 i don't know who he is <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wait to see what he says about me. <laughs> Someone was like, Rob Deerdick uh, hosts uh, the new MTV show Web Soup. Someone changed it to Web Soup. That's what is awesome. Like, I haven't seen the show, but you said the funny thing you said was that, listen, here's the thing about the kinds of shows we make. I don't, I am very aware of the show that Web Soup is and the kind of show we're making. It's like, hey, we ripped off the soup. They're producing it, whatever. It's a format that works. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it is what it is. It's exactly like the soup, but it's me and my voice and web videos, whatever. I'm not, and videos I never, from America's home I videos. I never pretend that the show is anything more than it is, but yeah. it is what it is, and that's fine. But you said you said you saw an interview where he was like, we just riff on the show. He says, like, it's like, we don't do that whole thing having writers write jokes for these videos. We just riff and have fun like friends doing it, but like, I mean, you know, I don't mean to call them out on and say anything like that, but there, I know writers that wrote wrote on the show. <laughs> I know people that made jokes for those videos on the show, and I'm sure there is a no, lot. No, man, of, it's like we don't need. We just fucking riff whatever we want. Yeah, exactly. It's all the top off the top of my dome. It's like you know, I I remember that when uh, what was that fucking oh, improv kids. show? Kids are adorable. What was the improv show? Uh, Wildin' Out. That yeah. uh, the uh, Nick Cannon wilding the out. quote unquote yeah, improv. Yeah, right. like it's improv. like um, he's he's going. I remember this one episode I watched where he's, he's like, "Yo, man, this is all off the top of the dome. This is like we make this stuff on the spot." And he has like a, a like a, a bottle, like a water bottle on his yeah. hand. And then like uh, it's like the DJ guy goes, "Yo, yo, Nick, what's that in your hand?" And he's all, "Oh, this. This is something that keeps me seeing double, but feeling single. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like there's fucking fuck you. That was not. <laughs> you just got done saying nothing. Like, it was all off the top of your head, and then you have a totally thing set up." To be fair, he said it was off the top of his dome. He t- okay, sorry. I didn't know the dome was the, where they, the writer's room, what they call the writer's room. The only person who should be able to say that phrase is R2-D2. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> and yeah. Patrick Stewart. And Patrick Stewart. But that, that upset me. Uh, but, you know, I, Patrick Stewart I just... episode going up next week, by the way. Patrick Stewart episode going up next week. Nice. Look forward to hearing it. Yep. <laughs> he was awesome. He was all kinds of awesome. Did you hear that, Matt? What? Did you hear how awesome he was? Matt, this is Patrick Stewart. Oh, I hey. sure wish you would stop smoking clothes. Oh, I better stop. <laughs> Only the power of C- P- Professor Xavier could make <laughs> Matt stop smoking cloves. Yeah, and they try to cover Xavier. up, That's but it's I'm too late. Of. I've seen everything. This, this, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Nerdist TV pilot is airing September 24th, by yes. the way. And We need you all to watch. Please do. Uh, Craig hey, Ferguson needs you to watch and it. Matt Smith Fuck are the guests. Sire, okay. Matt Smith and Craig Ferguson and Mike Furman's on the show and me and Matt and Jonah. And I believe it's going to air after Doctor Who on September 24th at yeah. 10, 9 Central. Which would make it after the Doctor Who finale. Oh, shit. Is that which right? Which would make it. The BBC America's Super Bowl. <gasps> They're putting us in the sweet spot. So if it doesn't do well, Chris, we really um, fuck our, our viewers <laughs> dropped from four million to Doctor <laughs> Who to four. 
Wait, 400,000? No. Four. four. Right. You, Jonah, Matt, and his <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Craig and Matt Smith didn't watch, so it's yeah, yeah. really just you and yeah. Mr. Furman. <laughs> Mr. Furman. Um, yeah, it would be really awesome yeah. if everyone watched that. And, and so we could make some more. Yeah, I think I think you guys will like I think it stays pretty true to how the... Uh, I would love it. How this actually it. is, except you get to watch us. And I, I'd imagine it's going to be weird for a lot of and people. And if we make more... I promise you, it'll be even better. But here's something that's really funny. Uh, someone, uh, uh, the, the, some site wrote about something that I'm working on, and they referred to me as MTV's Chris Hardwick. Now, this is supposed to be like... This is Entertainment Weekly. We already talked about this. It wasn't Entertainment Weekly. No, it wasn't Entertainment Weekly. It, oh, was, it was a different site? Different site. Uh, it was Blaster. It was Blaster. MTV's sci-fi's, sci-fi's like sci-fi news site. Oh, okay. And so they... Uh, it? Are sponsored by Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. Sci-fi news. Sorry, Blaster. I didn't mean, I didn't mean that. Get to, get, to the get, to the, get to the comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, they refer to me as MTV's Chris Hardwick. And listen, I'm I'm not ashamed of what I've done in the past. It's silly, and I don't mind if people bring it up at all. But to say now, like, that's the thing that is like, and that was 13 years ago. I've done a few other things You should since check then. your contract, though. I'm pretty oh, sure shit. you signed a contract that says you will forever Fuck. be known as MTV's Chris Hardwick. You're right. Yeah, you are in breach of contract every time you don't introduce yourself to someone. Like Vince McMahon owns The Rock. Yeah, exactly. The name exactly. The Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. I, mean, I just I tweeted him, and I was like, uh, hey, way to be current, guys. Uh, here's your next headline. Night Court canceled. <laughs> And then, of course, a bunch of the awesome nerds who follow me are like, "What's Bull gonna do?" Like they, you know, they uh, always thought like it was really awesome. Space or something? What? Isn't that how it ended? Didn't Bull go to like? Wasn't Bull an alien? I, you know, I don't remember the last episode of Night Court, I like and I watched happened. that. I was, re- I was religious about that show, and I, I, it was, it's been so long that I don't remember what the last episode of Night Court was. Yeah, I could be wrong. Off to the internet. Do you remember yeah, the, uh, the there was a Thirty Rock episode where. Uh, um, Harry Anderson? Uh, they had the whole reunion. They had yeah, the, like, yeah. the Night Court reunion. It was Tracy all based... Morgan always wanted to see the last episode of Night Court, like see how it would have ended, so they yeah. made one for it. Yeah. <laughs> they Damn got it. everybody together. That show is... Mwah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, our show, we have also have live shows that we're touring with. Uh, we're in New York on October 14th. Yeah. And uh, I think we're going to be adding an 8 o'clock show because I think the 10.30 show is close to sold out. Damn. Then October 22nd, we're going to be in Portland, and then we have some other shows. We're at the DC. We're in DC at the, the 9.30, 930 Club. club I'm, I am so excited for the 9.30 Club. Are you excited? Well, here's the thing. Yes. Um, I am really into this old hardcore band called Minor Threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made a big influence in my life. Uh, I'm aware. I'm aware yeah, of Minor yeah. Threat. Uh, they made a big, big deal. They were a big deal in my life, and um, the, they put out a video, uh, a VHS tape of Minor Threat live. But the first, like they had, it was like this very well shot set. But before that set started, they have this like really blurry, shitty black and whitey um, uh, footage of them at the 9:30 Club. And, oh wow! Like, it's like it's just like so. It's always been a thing in my head, and I know it's just a rock club. That you know they played at, and probably a lot of shitty bands have played. Yeah, at. but it's significant to you. Yeah, and it's, it, it's it a really, it's really. I'm so fucking excited. I like, the, I, I like the idea of them influencing you. Like, hey, Jonah, stay off drugs. Okay, minor threat. Well, um, that pretty much that. Yeah, like I, I didn't want to do drugs or drink, and then like I, but I felt weird about it. Hearing Minor Threat and their song Straight Edge, it made me like I was like, wait, these guys are cool and they're making fucking rad music. And then that, I don't have to feel like a dork for not wanting to drink or not wanting to do not wanting well, to do why drugs. Why didn't you stay that way? It's because I, I found a way to um, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, no, I mean, like, it's like I, I, I never I never once regret uh, being straight edge. I'm proud of the fact that I was straight edge. Um, I know there's like a big thing in the community where it's like, you know, like, oh, you, you're, you know, you, you betrayed your friends. You'd stabbed in the back, all that kind of songs. You, you know, like it's like oh, uh, true till death, nailed to the X. Like there's all these other old hardcore bands that have songs about staying, you know, straight edge and and like like even more songs about their friends that stop being straight edge, you know, mm -hmm. and like um, and, you know, it's. It makes it easier when you hear, you know, tales of uh, Ian McKay enjoying a beer at a show, <laughs> you know, just kind of, you know, yeah. it's, it was about just being, and I, it, like, I think it, it gave me an identity in in growing up, you know, in like middle school and high school. You manufactured an identity. Go ahead. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, like we all did. Some guys uh, get into sportsing. I don't know. That was Other guys yeah. uh, smoke cloves. Yeah, exactly. And go to Star golf clubs. You know, when you're going to all those cure fests. Um, <laughs> But like I, I, I'm very excited that we're playing there. I, I, I enjoy the fact that I was straight I edge, and I, and I don't mind that I'm not anymore. Early, just so I can see Apollo 11 and the Smithsonian. You can go a day early. You can fucking totally go a day, go a day early. early. It's gonna see the Apollo 11. That's how you play, planes fly every day. You can go there. Really and, and, yeah. and what's fun? What's what's fun is I think the structure of the show should be. Matt opens the show with How like you seven doing, minutes. Everybody? I smoke cloves. Ha ha ha. Okay, so seven minutes of that, and then, <laughs> and then Jonah, and then, that's when, and then things start to get good. And then <laughs> Jonah does, Jonah does, Jonah, you do like fifteen minutes, and then I'll do a, I'll do a longer set, and then we'll all come out together and do a clean forty. You, you just hit your thing up. Huh? Do a clean forty. Yeah, there you go. Um, um, and then in cities where we can, where we can get special guests, we'll get, we'll get special guests. Yeah, in DC, know? we should have, we should get Ian McKay. What? We should get Ian McKay to come. Okay. You know, he's a fan of Kumail's. Is he really? Yeah, he likes Kumail a lot. Well, let's try to get him on. Yeah, we should. Kurt Loder follows me on Twitter. Do you think we could get Barack Obama? We're going to be in D.C. Barry? Well, I should, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll let all the, our, Barry old, our old bratas down back in the islands. Yeah. Let them. Out um, there. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, we got uh, you and I are on a on a live show this Saturday at the Fuck LA yeah, FYF FYFS because Fuck yeah, because they needed sponsors, they yep. turned it to FYFS. But it's it's awesome. I've been a part of it for eight years now. This is the eighth year I've been setting up the comedy with it, and it's a great lineup. Emo fucking Phillips is going to be there. I'm so excited about that. Mark Marin. Um, there's so many fucking you, awesome. Kumail. Me and Kumail hosting it. There's going to be three sets three sets of comedy throughout the night. Jim Hamilton, Matt Bronger, Matt Dwyer. Well, I, I, and it's like a Nick day. Like I, I think I'm going up at like 2.45 in the afternoon yeah, it's or all, something. We're, we're in a tent, so it's like, you know, it's still. But yeah, um, Sean, the guy who, you know, puts the fest together, didn't want any of the comics going up against the headliners. Mm -hmm. Like uh, he didn't want, like, you know, like because he knows a lot of the comics on the shows want to see the bands and yeah. stuff like that. And the comics don't want to be performing opposite the thing that people are coming out yeah, to the festival exactly. for. So he wants it, you know, it's like they're all through the day and they're, you know, me and Kumail are going to be hosting each one uh, suffering from heat stroke the more we go Drink along. Drink plenty of water. Don't joke about it. Don't smoke cold cigarettes. Happen. Don't wear jackets. No, they can wear them. Okay, good. Because wearing a jacket is a tribute to Paul Sevis. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a uh, so mission granted. It's going to be a fun. I'm very excited. Fuck yeah! Time. Fuck yeah! Fast. Forward, Tickets are still it. available, and it's this Saturday. This Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Fuck yeah! yeah. I can't wait to hear about all the people saying, uh, "No need to go to your hipster fest, bro." Where does it? Um, if yeah, someone says, know. "Bro." Then don't hang out with them. Um, yeah. What? Uh, where? Where is it? It's at downtown Los Angeles Downtown Historic Park. I think it's called. Like downtown Los <laughs> what Angeles. What a romantic Park. name! You you've been there. It's where they have the. Uh, it's where they have the Renegade Craft Fair. Oh yeah, Renegade. Yeah, yeah. That, that whole place is like fenced off. That whole oh, and there's like stages I everywhere. Love Renegade Craft Fair. Yeah, it's great. Parking I went and got an awesome. Easy. Did I tell you the thing I got last time I went? No. Uh, it was a like an old timey uh, map. Um, 
which uh, had the out from like 1898. And it's uh, like the different outbreaks of zombie attacks in the Pittsburgh area. Genius. And it's, and it's brought to you by Romero and Sons. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My really favorite cool. thing I ever got at Renegade Craft Fair is um, it's, a, it's like an 8 by 10 picture frame. And it has cork board in it. And someone knitted a frog, and then it's pinned open, and there's like these knitted organs coming oh, out awesome. of it. So it 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 fucking awesome. Yeah, Renegade Craft Fair is is a win. It's a blast. And it's just like cool just to go and look around. Yeah, there's tons. I've gotten so much great stuff there. Yeah, it's not a space junket. He went. Well, last I went. Time. I got a. I got a shirt. Got some prints. It was good times. I bought you that. Well, shirt. Well, good then. John bought me a shirt. I got some prints. You did. Good times. Prints. Of Doctor Purple Who. Rain? Oh, yeah. I you like, meant Prince. Uh, little dark car- cartoons of Doctor Who with a fez on one side, and then on the other side, he doesn't have a fez. I made a... I made a... This, can we just talk for a second about the Weird Jim Carrey video? Uh, yeah. I didn't see it, though. I didn't watch I it. I didn't see it. I saw yours. I... I His... You posted a response video? Yeah. Uh, his... He made... It's, it was hard for me to tell at first, like, is he fucking serious? Because there was a lot of real stuff in it that he was saying. And, but then there were a couple things where I'm like, okay, he's fucking around. And and then the way that he was promoting his website, like it's, I think it was intended to be a comedy yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. I think it was intended to be a comedy video. And then I made one that was, and I just, I literally made it in five minutes and put it up on, you know, Funny or Die and um, actually did better than I thought it was good. I thought I was going to get like a 10% approval rating. <laughs> uh, but, but in my video, it was in, I moved recently and in, in, in my office, there's nothing on the walls. And so everything's just very spare. And there's a there's like a white couch behind me with a TARDIS pillow that someone made for me uh, when last time I performed in D.C. And so many people were like, where did you get the TARDIS pillow? <laughs> Not even paying attention. Well, I don't care. That's what I would have noticed, too. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I completely forgot it was in the That's background. Funny. So I thought it was, that, was, awesome. that was fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I really think I got a shot with Emma Stone. Yeah. She probably fucking loves the shit out of this podcast. You really took the wind out of Carrie's sails. <laughs> uh, should we... Do you have a horror? I don't. I just figured why we... Why would you say we, that, Ben? What? Yeah. Dear Matt Myra, why I don't do you know, smoke don't we, always, don't we always do it? I don't know. I just always figured... It's not, bad, it's not a bad it. idea for him to bring um, it up. We should have a... We I don't know. Have, we should have a quement or two. Jesus Christ, Matt. Jesus Christ, Jonah. <laughs> Sorry, <I'm>... Whoa! <laughs> Retract thy blades from your flesh. Your swift flesh. Um, I'm, I can't get a signal in here, so I can't get... Any of the goddamn comments? I know you can't get IMAP. Okay, here we go. Here's a question and some comments. Here's a question and a comment. It's a pressure. It's a someone, pressure. someone else, like uh, my tech recommendation song, uh, it was like, how come no one pointed out that uh, Jonah Ray was using the Chippendales Rescue Rangers theme song? Yes, <laughs> awesome. I think we all, didn't we make reference to that? I don't think trying so. Trying to. So I said uh, something about Monterey Jack. Trying to get internet. Hey, you know what? Uh, with the government trying to knock down AT&T's purchase of T-Mobile, they should just send them a little thing that says, no service, dot, dot, oh, dot. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Uh, I can't get any comments here because I'm, I'm getting a... I'm not... I'm not... I just can't get a fucking signal. Why would I be able to get a signal in the middle of Los Angeles? I mean, that's mm-hmm. crazy. This crazy rural area that we live in. No, well, I right know now, there's more people here. In, they choke out the network. I understand how it works. like a giant paradigm cage... Inside a granite building. Hang on a sec. Okay, here we go. I've the emails have come in. Uh, here we go. This is equipment from Jennifer Ann Staggs. Equipment from Matt Jonah and Chris. 
Mm, Can you look back and think of the moment you laughed the hardest in your life? I'm sure as comedians, you were constantly giggling, chuckling, or even guffawing. Is there a bit or a movie scene that you will always think that is the hardest I've ever laughed? Mine was during the MST3K episode, Mitchell. Thanks, Jen S. Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I I, I used I to watch like... movies late at night uh, in my bedroom, and I had surround sound, and uh, it was right next to my parents' bedrooms. And sometimes, not the surround sound would make them wake up. It would be me laughing my ass off hmm. at like just like old Simpsons episodes. I think the hardest. I think the hardest I remember laughing was when it when it originally aired. The April Fool's episode of The Simpsons when uh, Bart takes Homer's beer to the paint mixer mm-hmm. and he mixes it and he goes April Fool's and then the house blows up. Yeah, yeah. April Fool's. <laughs> that, that, I th- as a child, that fucking killed me. Like, I, I was hysterically laughing and I still remember that moment of seeing that the first time. Hmm. Um, when I was a kid, it was probably during Airplane. That's probably when I laughed. But, but I feel like times in my life where I've laughed the hardest. Yeah. Are maybe during dirty, sexy situations where it's you know, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's stuff yeah. happens and you're just like, ah, ha, ha. yeah, yeah. And then you, you can't stop the, yeah. you can't stop the laughing. I the, the the times in my life where I laugh the most is when like you know, someone kind of fucks up, like real badly. Like it's like this actually happened uh, a couple times uh, during the VMAs where, um, it's like Sean O'Connor who's this great comic, uh just it has to say a joke when he thinks of it and like uh like i went through the uh we had, we had to go through metal detectors and like i had my phone i was like oh i have my phone in it it didn't it, it didn't go off he's all uh he's all yeah and it didn't go off because of your robot dick and then there was just this hot girl <laughs> right next to him and and she just goes thank you <laughs> like, and then I, I couldn't stop laughing for like like, half like sarcastic she was like thank you yeah thank you uh, yeah, and like stuff like that. Then there was this one time where uh, me. Did you just sh- say thank you? You just made my robot dick hard. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest we've laughed together was when we were walking. That was I a great. That was a great moment too. Just let one rip. But you, but you tripped, I coughed, tripped, and farted all at the right, same time. Ne- right next to these two hot girls walking by. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh shit, that is it. A- <laughs> It was loud. Almost too. queef related. No, yeah, very yeah. similar in many it's respects. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, good stuff, good you guys. We're at an hour. Uh, if you have anything to say, the, the, anything more to say, say it now. Uh, I found a new British antique show called "Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is." I highly recommend <laughs> it if you're on BBC. Jonah. Oh, oh God, Wake I was up. just having the worst dream, Chris. <laughs> no, it's really happening. What? Oh, ah, ah. Yeah. Here's what I would like. I would like people to watch our program on the 24th of September just so we can stick around and maybe the BBC can send me and Jonah out to be contestants on Bargain Hunt. That's okay. Um, <laughs> uh, there, there was, uh, what was the, there was really, there's a funny moment on the pilot, the, like uh, the, when, when the part when Matt goes, yay, and I just and stay just straight. Stare right yes. So I funny. remember I had such a hard time keeping a straight face. <laughs> he just looks right at you and you're like, <laughs> that was such a fucking <laughs> great moment. <laughs> yay. <laughs> and you just turn and yeah. look at him. Uh, so don't ruin it for the kids. I, I know. I'm sorry. It, it, was, it was my favorite fucking moment. Me too. I'm pretty sure that stayed in the final cut. Yeah, it did. I think. Don't you say the final cut? Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. 
Uh, wonderful. Well, uh, that wraps up another uh, oh, music recommendation really quick. Uh, the band Waves, W-A-V-V-E-S, uh, really uh, awome kind of The uh, Oneaters. The Oneaters yeah. uh, Waves for, uh, they're from San Diego. Uh, they just released a single today or yesterday called uh, um, I Want to Meet Dave Grohl, and it's a fucking great fucking song. The Waves, two Vs. Uh, yeah. By the way, how come you didn't talk to Brian Cranston about being in that thing you do? I, 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 when I got home, I realized that I never, we never talked to him about fucking his hilarious Seinfeld turn as the dentist. Yeah, the Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? But the, you're, the an, you're an anti-dentist. The, the, the thing with a guy like Cranston is like you could just there yeah, are fifty so million much. things yeah, yeah, that yeah. you can you can talk about, uh, and we never asked him about Total Recall, so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was hard. I mean, just hearing his voice. Like I've been, I watched so much Breaking Bad now that's you know he is Walter White to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a music recommendation. Was that thanks to Ardio? Uh, I have been listening to Jenny Owen Young's album "Transmitter Failure," which mm. I am thoroughly enjoying. Awesome. She's good people. Shit, I feel like I need to have one now too. You're not on Ardio too much. I know I'm not. Every but once I, in a while, I'll see like Chris added this to his collection. I was like, I think Chris owns that album. Why does he? <laughs> I forget to, you know, I I just I get busy and I travel a lot and I bring in and go on. Well, it's not it's not like a thing that you go on. It's a thing that you know. Do you listen yeah, to music yeah. much? Yeah, I listen to music tons constantly. I so much more now that I am in an office. Like, just yeah. throw my headphones on and get a you know script done or something. It's like fucking yeah, it's yeah. great. Like I get it. I get why he used to listen to so much music, you guys. I I don't have anything new that I've been listening to that I no I'm a bad person. Pretty good punk album called uh, from a band called Cerebral Ballsy. Is that? <laughs> really oh my good. god, that's a, that is yeah. that is fucking amazing. That it's name, a fucking good good band too. <sighs> I'm so jealous. I didn't think of that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I will see you guys very very soon, and um, I guess uh, enjoy, we'll see you, enjoy. America. Will you see us? <laughs> please. Please. Yeah. Please enjoy our burrito. Yay. I went there today, and I had it, and what? I enjoyed you it. You went to the burrito what? stadium? Yeah, yeah, I went to Baja were Fish they like, today. What? I went to Baja Fish. And were they like, Jonah, thanks they have, for... They have no idea. No? They have no idea. I'll tell you this. Anna's Taqueria follows me on Twitter. So... That's kind of cool. I think it's awesome, mm. personally. Good for you. Was I the mean, burrito just as good as you remember? Yeah, it was me and Mike Henry, former web soup writer. Yeah. Uh, we went, and he's like... He's like Every time I drive down here, I'm thinking it's not going to be worth it, and then I'm wrong. <laughs> I got to go with you the next time. Yeah. We should have a tweet up there once. I'm sure they would be really weirded out by the amount of nerds that would be in there, but yes, we should do it. It's pretty far. I don't know how many people it's would show San up. Pedro. Yeah, I don't know how many far people Far from would show. who? Uh, San it's Pedro. pretty far from out all, there. All of our Hollywood listeners? No, but I mean, Los, it's far from Los Angeles proper, San Pedro. It's a, it's it a is hike. Lo- is that is actually Los Angeles proper. Most, you know, I guarantee you most people... In um, in Los Angeles, don't even know that there's a fucking harbor in Los Angeles sure with, with ships and I do thanks to Disney's advertising. Now yeah. leaving from Los Angeles, Disney Cruise Lines. How do they do that? Do they pull the boat up through the L.A. River? Yeah. Landed in L.A. to the has wings, and then it goes yeah. in the ocean like the Spruce Goose. Local references lost most of the audience. <laughs> Torrance, California. Hey, hey how about these potholes on the Brea? Oh, can you can you handle it? Who is not with have me? Have you seen Sixth all of Street? You. I mean, come on with I the potholes. Ju- I was just in Lomita, California. Bye. <laughs> oh god go to baja fish and enjoy your burrito enjoy your fucking burrito coming out of a up tempo song <laughs> god damn it is john, john on the phone where's that burrito i was supposed to enjoy <laughs>
God damn it! Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was brought to you by GoToMeeting, the award-winning web conferencing service. For your free 30-day trial, visit GoToMeeting.com and enter the promo code NERDIST. In 2001, less than a month after the 9-11 attacks, the U.S. and allied forces invaded Afghanistan. The goal was simple, hunt down al-Qaeda and its leader, Osama bin Laden, and unseat the Taliban government that sheltered him. But even though the Taliban was quickly removed, negotiating an end to the war turned out to be a much bigger challenge. Despite some of the world's best negotiators working tirelessly for peace, all sides were never able to come to a negotiated agreement. And in 2021, 20 years after being ousted from power, the Taliban took back control of Afghanistan. So why did some of the world's smartest and most experienced negotiators fail for 20 years to mediate a peace deal in Afghanistan? The Afghan Impasse, a special seven-episode edition of The Negotiators, a podcast from Doha Debates and Foreign Policy, looks back on the players, politics, and strategies that contributed to one of the biggest failures in modern peace negotiations. You can listen to The Negotiators, The Afghan Impasse, exclusively on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.